0: Hi. Rav Judy here with Masechet Avod Perk Alef Vav Ben so and Nita Arbeli Kiblu So Yoshu Ben Prachi and Nita Arbeli were the next pair who were responsible for the tradition and who had teachings to offer. Here Yehoshu Ben Prachi Omer. Yehoshu Ben Prachi says, rav, haver, Kol HaAdam l'katsrud. He says, Rav, First part, uh, get yourself a Rebbe. This works on multiple levels. The first is that one should have a teacher. In other words, we we have a chain that is called Torah Bal Peh, oral tradition, and the oral tradition grows and develops. Develops and has really all the nuance that is largely missing from written text. Because if a person thinks they're going to learn without a rebbe and they're just going to learn the text, number one, they're subject to misunderstanding the text. A written word can be, depending on how one reads it, seen in different ways, and one could end up with a twisted understanding of what the text was meant to convey. But secondly, that with a rebbe, it's an active learning process, and so there's give and take for their sharpening. And third, that having a rebbe also allows for teaching things that are not really the sort of content that comes through in text. Namely, midot, character, uh, nuance of thought, uh, things along those lines, and, and, and personal characteristics. So once you get a Rebbe. Now, it says the Selech HaRav, this is commonly taken to mean that one should focus on having one Rebbe, not on shopping around, and you know, sort of get this answer from this person, that answer from that person, because if one gets their halachic answers from many, many different sources, sometimes those halachic answers are based on mutually exclusive and contradictory premises. And so shopping around to get sort of a leniency, a leniency there. By the way, also, some people do this in the opposite form. They shop around for stringency. They take a stringency here, stringency there. It may be based on premises that simply don't fit together. And so once you try to get it, at least their halachic knowledge from uh, from a more unified source, uh, one Rebbe, school of thought, etc. And then acquire for yourself a friend. It's interesting. One makes for themselves a Rebbe. One picks a Rebbe and then sticks to them. But one has to acquire a friend. Friend takes a lot more in a certain way, work and time, and that having friends means not only people that one can learn with, but people one can be with and talk through all sorts of things. Ideally, one should be able to talk to the Rebbe about many things, but having friends to go through life with and companionship is an important thing. And so, it's not enough just to have a leader, but to also have a peer and someone that one can work with day to day in that sense, and judge people favorably. Uh, in the process of picking a Rebbe and acquiring a friend, sometimes one sees things uh, that are less than savory. We say you should judge a person favorably. So this could be about those first two. It could just be a general rule that in dealing with other people, one should judge favorably because you don't really know. There could be more to the circumstances or... um it could be that you know, the, the, the person has, ever since you saw the thing that you saw, they've done tshuva. Judge a person favorably to be able to see uh, what the what the other possibilities are. That's. A, a standard way of reading it, or several different standard ways of reading it, I would note two other things. One is that Rav Lechassim pointed out that one would never say means that you should only have one friend. So he said similarly, rav, does not mean you only have one Rav, but it, you can have multiple Rebbeim. Your Halachic tradition should primarily be focused really on one, but one can learn different things from different people. And so it's not to the exclusion of ever learning from two people. Uh, secondly, that when we say ha'adam notice there's a hey before Ha'adam, one should judge kol Ha'adam, the entire person, the kafzchut, favorably, what does that mean? Uh, and by the way, I note that the kafzchut makes the point that that doesn't mean taking someone who is uh, dangerous and destructive and saying, oh, I need to judge them favorably, it's appropriate to be concerned or suspicious when, when a person is destructive. It means that when, when you could see it this way or that way, you should judge them favorably. But notice the language, adam, the entire person, that part of judging a person favorably is seeing the entire person. It's not necessarily wiping out or ignoring the flaw, but rather saying the flaw in context, they have a flaw, but there's so much more to them.